happy thursday guys okay i did a recording and half of it was muffled so i gotta start over but that's okay because life right um so today we're gonna talk about being a mom um about the love the struggles just everything that goes into being a mom so let's start with my story um I became a mom in 2010 uh, to a boy. Um, backtrack to November of no, yeah, to no. Backtrack to November of 2009 when um, I thought I just had the flu. I went to make Chinese food and the garlic, y'all, was so disgusting. Like I almost vomited. Um, I couldn't eat any of my Chinese food. It was all homemade. Homemade egg rolls, homemade crabby ragoon, um, the whole nine yards of Chinese food, and I couldn't eat it because it was just sick to my stomach. So, come 2009 Thanksgiving, now, if you know me, you know Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. I couldn't eat anything, so sorry if you're a guy listening to this. Um, I thought I started, if you know, you know. Um, nope false alarm so fast forward again to my birthday um my friend at the time was gonna take me out to the casino we were gonna stay the night gamble all day gamble all morning and drink i said oh i can't drink until i find out if i'm pregnant so the week prior to my birthday i took a pregnancy test at work and it came out positive so of course i called my brother i'm like what does this mean and his wife at the time was like congratulations and she's like but take it in the morning if you want an accurate you know notification so of course I took it in the morning and it showed up fast so I went to the doctor you know did all I was supposed to do and um I never thought I'd get pregnant because of my weight um I I ate a lot of fast food back in that time and drink a lot of soda and I think at the time I was smoking cigarettes so I my body wasn't healthy my body was not a baby making machine I will be honest I did not take care of my body so why should a baby be put in my body basically um so once I found out I was pregnant um I uh, did a wake application women and children women infant and children i remembered it in the last one so if you are a new mom and you struggle find your wick office um wic they will help you get the nutrients you need for your body um they'll help you with anything you need even after the baby's born i think up till four or five you get you get help Um, We took advantage of that help and it was the best thing ever. So uh, they told me I was having a girl and my dad from day one was like, no, you're not having a girl. You're having a boy. I just know. And I'm like, okay, dad, whatever. So my baby shower was in July, um, three weeks prior to Jason being born and it was all girl girl invitations girl decorations girl clothes i got all girl clothes um so 
after two days after my baby shower, I was like, I'm not having a girl. I'm having a boy. I can I can feel it. Like how I was caring. Just I felt it. And I think I did have a dream that um he was calling me mommy and saying hello. It was weird. Oh, it was weird. So we did a 3D ultrasound and they couldn't see anything. They, it still looked like a girl. Come to find out, his legs, how he slept as a baby was how he slept in my in my belly. And how he had his legs crossed, it looked like a vagina. Okay, this is unedited, unscripted. It's kind of scripted, but it's unedited. So, they were like, mm, that's, is a girl. So, I had done another one. And the girl was like, wait a minute, I, I think I see a penis. <laughs> so, we had to wait. We had to wait. Um, so the day of my surgery, like, surgery, the day, yeah, I had a C-section. So the day of his birthday, um, the only thing that hurt that day, y'all, was the damn IV going in my arm. Like, seriously. Ouch. Like, they tried to poke me in my wrist. No, not my wrist. My, uh, hand. Twice. Each side of my hand. They finally got it in my arm. No, they did finally get it in my right hand and I wanted to punch that lady so bad to this day there's only one woman that can then do an IV and I don't even know if she still does it but she's amazing whoever she was I don't remember um so the love that you feel we're talking about love so I, I knew I had love for my newborn baby so come the day you know the pain of the needle in my hand um, he was in distress that day when my mom was doing my hair, and it was scary. They were like, ooh, you gotta lean back. You're, you're, you're pressure on him. So, um, they take me back, because I had him, I think, at 1 p.m. I was supposed to be 9 p.m., but it ended up getting pushed back. And they drugged me up, got me ready, and, um, at this time I didn't care, because I didn't have a hot doctor. And this is before the hot doctor face of them seeing me naked. I just wanted this baby out of my belly. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you, if you, if I know who's listening, he'll get this. So, anyways, um, I remember during, like, I was pretty jerked up, y'all. And my mom was there, and I was shivering, and she's like, "Are you okay? You look cold." I'm like, "Nope." They said it was gonna happen. But the doctors, y'all, were talking about golf, like. You're cutting me open and taking a baby out. You're, you're talking about golf. And I just remember that. It's weird. So try to remember if, you, if you're going to have a baby. Try to remember what they're talking about. It's wild. So they pull him out. And they're like, you have a baby girl. Oh, you have a football player. I was excited. I, I did not want another me. I did not want a girl. No, nope, I'll be honest. I wanted a boy. I wanted to be a boy mom. So, um... The love that just filled my heart with him was freaking amazing. Like, it, I'm, I'm being wheeled out to recovery and I'm like, I'm a mom. I'm telling anybody, say, I'm a mom. I, I was on some good drugs. Mouse, I'm also a fur mom. Kitty, kitty. Um, she was biting the cord. Don't let your, don't let your fur kids bite the cords. This little one does. So anyways, back to love. So, I was out. I knocked out. I was out from, like, 1 to 6 p.m. My brother said he walked in to say bye, and I was out. 
um, I remember trying to get up to go see my baby that night and I was in so much pain because I had waders on my legs to not do blood clots. I just had an incision on my belly. I don't remember how long it was and I just wanted to see my baby because they had to take him and put him in a little thing because his heart was too fast. Oh, and at the time I didn't worry because we were at the best hospital and he got jaundice one day but my booby milk helped that yeah I said booby milk um took care of that so everybody that could go see him had to wash their hands every time they went in they had to be cleared um but he wasn't an incubator incubator he was just in like a tray type thing they had to put an IV in his foot um so we couldn't go home till his heart rate slowed down which is fine because I had to be there that whole week. So I finally, they said, they were shocked at how fast I was up and going to see him. Like I was seeing him every day, like I could, when I could. Um, the day he finally gets wheeled into my room, I'm like, oh my God, this is my human. This is my little guy. Like, I have to take care of him now. And let me fast forward. He's not a pet. <laughs> so, that love I already had. And it was crazy because my husband, well, he was my boyfriend at the time, used to watch Sanford and Son. So, he'd calm down to the theme song to Sanford and Son. And it was crazy. Um, so, the love, it's amazing. Um, if you're a new mom, if you're a mom of one, two twins, it's you you know you don't know you're gonna love something till you have it in your hands and the love I have for him 12 years later it's this it's it grows and grows um there are struggles I'll talk about some struggles um and if this this has happened to you don't think you're a bad mom um I took every precaution I could so I was working at the time I was working on my master's and he, I had him on the bed. I put the blanket barrier. He rolled right over that and rolled on the floor. Um, I ran to pick him up and he was laughing, like laughing, giggling. So we had a doctor appointment the next day and I took him in. The doctor said he was fine. He said sometimes it happens. I mean, we see it on TV where they roll off the, di- the changing table. Like, I never thought that was going to be me. But it only happened one time. Um, but I struggled leaving him alone um, after that. Like, he was with me everywhere. If I was working in school papers, he was in his car seat right next to me. Or he was in his bouncy seat. And I didn't trust that bouncy seat. It was a little wonky. So, um, my, well, my mother-in-law now and... Scott's aunt came up from Florida and Maryland to see the baby and they were like no go get sleep we're gonna clean the house you know we'll take care of the baby well it was like a back and forth thing kind of wheeling Jason back wheeling Jason in wheeling Jason in and I was like I'm not sleeping I can't sleep I don't want my baby to be in the living room I don't want my baby to be far away and Scott at the time he's like no we got it it's fine go rest because you're not gonna get rest ever again but he was a good baby he slept he slept when I slept and um but yeah 
I mean, he fell, but he's fine. He's still alive. He's 12. He'll be 12 on August. <laughs> but it happens. Don't ever think you're a bad mom if it happens. Um, there's TikTok now where where people make their kids cry. Like, I, I do not condone that. It's mean. Don't make your kid cry. Um, make your kid cry by laughing. Make them laugh so hard they cry. Jason does it a lot. Oh my god, it's hilarious. Um, no, it happens to everyone. You know, it happens. Like, I remember one time, Jason got his, slammed his finger in the door. And I was like, oh, man. Shit happens. And he, because he wasn't paying attention. It, it could have been prevented if you paid attention, but he was a kid, you know? It happens. He's fallen. He's got no broken bones. Let's knock on wood again. Um, he's fallen several times. He fell off a, four, a little four-wheeler. He's fine. He's a boy. Um, he likes guns. And he's a boy. Like, zombies, video games. It happens. Um, in those times, breathe. Remember to breathe. Like, <sighs> it's going to be okay. Breathe. It's, it's going to be fine. Um... It happens, you know. Um, you're gonna cuss. I remember cussing the first time. <laughs> I never thought I'd cuss. I waited till he was four or five and it just slipped out. Like something happened, I just let it out. And he just looked at me because he didn't know, you know. Um, I was scared. Um, they're not pets. I think I said a little while ago. Um, <laughs> So, I'm a cat mom. I've always been a cat mom. They help with my anxiety. Um, but they, they're boring. Like, like I'm looking at my one now and she's away from me cleaning herself. It's like, they're boring. Like, my one flies around here like she's on crack. Because um, she's a kitten. So I thought he was going to get boring to me. Like, I thought it was like, not going to want my child anymore. And you guys, he's still here. He's 12. He's going to be 12 in August, like I keep saying. And he's still here. Like, it's okay to have these thoughts and feelings. Um, I feel like I'm human when I have these thoughts and feelings. Um, and I keep saying, um, a lot. Because I have to cough. I think. I don't know. Mom moment. But, hey, mouse. Come up here. So, they're not pets. Don't ever think they are going to be pets. Um when I, what, this is going to get cre creepy, when I see those stories about how parents chain their kids up or put them in crates, it's like, they're not pets, they're kids, they're human, I mean, our pets do the same thing as a human, but our pets are fine on their own, you know, we can leave our pet, I can leave my four-month-old cat here by herself, and She's going to sleep all day. But a four-month-old baby needs nurturing, caring, loving, food. You know, the whole nine yards kids need. They need it all, y'all. Um, so, it, it hurts when I see stories like that. It just makes me cringe. Like, how can you treat your child that you made like that, you know? Don't put your kids in crates. Don't chain them up. Like, I know people listening to this are amazing moms. Um, guidance. Um, this drives my mom crazy. Like, I don't keep anything from Jason except for certain things. Um, but that's just the rite of passage is growing up. 
Kewsbury, Santa, the Easter Bunny. Um, but other stuff like the birds and the bees. I started talking to him about that when I was, he was 10. Because it happens nowadays. It, it happens earlier and earlier in child kids' lives. Um, I like COVID. I you know we didn't really get into COVID, but we told him what was going on. Um, the morbid stuff he found on YouTube. Um, we had issues with YouTube. He one night he woke up crying and feeling me if I was breathing. Um, he sleeps in my room. Um, because he's scared to go in his room and he was watching YouTube. He got behind the block I had and he was watching videos like Bloody Mary about Bloody Mary and about the boogeyman, the man under the bed. And I had to guide him and tell him, Hey, I did Bloody Mary when I was younger and I'm still here. And his eyes got big. Like, did you see her? And I'm like, no urban legend and uh, we sleep with the TV on uh, we put the one tree hill on because it calms my nerves because it's positive and you know happy And I mean sometimes we've been watching Young and Hungry um, for the 10th time but I said I needed the TV on because I had a headache I had a headache so bad I just couldn't see lights and it wasn't a migraine it was sinus it was like the peak of sinus season and he's like, no, the man of the bed's going to come out and he's going to claw my face. And I was like, who told you this? Like, damn YouTube. It's okay, YouTube, I love you. Don't, like, you know, ban me or anything. But I had to say, I had to, and, and when I tell you this whole story, trust me, I've talked to my counselor and my therapist about this, or my counselor about this, and if you're a mom, you know, you know, like, if you believe in this, you believe. If you don't, you don't. It's totally fine. So I looked I looked dead at him. I like sat up in bed. I looked at him. I was like, so you're telling me that a man is under my bed getting back pains, not peeing or pooping through the day just to scare you for a second? He was like, uh, no. I said, exactly. So do you think there's anybody under the bed? getting back pains and I swear as soon as I said that this floating thing walked across my room like the guy was like the, the boogeyman of the bed was like alright fuck it I'm out you don't believe in me no more why should I be here it was weird you know but it was almost like did I believe that as a kid I don't remember believing it because I'm female you know I, I don't really I mean I had my night terrors when I was his age, you know, so, um, I mean, it's possible, you know, like, I, I'm telling you, there was no lights on, there was a figure that walked across the room, you guys, and he was like, screw it, I'm gonna go to another kid's bed who believes in me, um, but we haven't had issues anymore, like, be real with your kids, you know, um, I do jump scare my kid, you know, I'm like, boo, like today I did it at work, like I jumped out of the counter and scared him, um, but those are fun scares, those are like, haha, got you, <laughs> so guide them, you know, don't keep things from them, I mean, certain things, you know, like the Santa and the Easter, keep that from them, you know, um, Santa's real, Easter Bunny's real, um, Tooth Fairy, she real, <laughs> so, 
just guide them. You know, don't scare them. Just guide them. Um, like the school shootings, you know, um, we kind of had to be real with him because he came home in the third grade, second, when he started realizing things, he was like, mom, we did this, this active shooter, um, drill today. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, okay, well, what? what did you do he's like well we did this and we did this and I'm like what the hell so I mean we had to tell him what a shooter was in school and he was like and I thought it was gonna scare the daylights out of him not to go to school he's like well we stayed in the bathroom until it was clear and then we were able to come out and then we got in trouble I was like well why did you get in trouble he's like well so-and-so was talking and I said well do you realize why you have to be quiet and he was like well no I was like, okay, if there's an active shooter in your school and they hear you talking, where do you think they're going to go? To my classroom. So it's like it clicked. I wasn't trying to scare him. I was trying to tell him the realization of being quiet during these drills. So, yeah. So it does drive my mom crazy that I keep it real, but I'd rather him hear it from mom and dad, mommy and daddy, than Joe Schmo on the street, you know? Um... So, know you're always learning with your kids. Like, it's okay if they teach you, like, that they think dirt water is hot cocoa or magic potion. Um, we know it's not, but play make-believe it is. Um, I learn stuff about my kids every day. Uh, kids. My fur kids and my kid. My kid every day. Like, you're gonna learn stuff from them. Like, I learned that he'll only eat grandma's shitty sewn eggs. And he won't eat my husband's or mine. Um, I learned that he liked to eat ramen noodles raw. And um, I was okay with it till uh, he got all his adult teeth. And I kind of had to say, hey, you're weakening your teeth, bro. Knock it off. Cook them ramen noodles. Or don't eat them at all. <laughs> I know ramen noodles aren't healthy. I know. But he likes it. He's picky like his uncle. Um... Just, they're going to teach you. They're going to teach you grace. They're going to teach you patience. They're going to teach you what the fuck annoying means. Um, and it's okay to be annoyed by your kid. I'm annoyed by my kid at least five times a day. Um, he wants to talk to me at the weirdest times. Um, he wants to talk to me when I get on a team call. Uh, so does my husband. He wants to show me things as I'm turning in the corner into our driveway. He did it today. Um, he wants to talk to me um, while I'm on a call to somebody, anybody. Um, he wants to tell me about his game. And I'm not going to lie, I tune out sometimes. And I'm like, what? Maybe what? It's okay. We're parents. They're going to be there tomorrow. They're, you know. But you're gonna learn something. You're gonna you're gonna learn the new TikTok dance. You're gonna learn that they don't like green beans. You're gonna learn that they don't like corn. You're gonna learn that they like cabbage raw. <laughs> I don't like cabbage. He loves cabbage raw. Only because his grandma gave it to him. It's okay, my feelings aren't hurt. Um shit happens. Literally, shit happens. Um, like I said before, he got his finger smashed in the door. Um, his finger is now crooked, uh, but it doesn't bother him. He's fine. Uh, we go to the doctor all the time. Uh, shots happen. 
yeah. Crying happens. It's okay to let your kid cry. Um, he falls. Like I said, thank God no broken bones yet. No broken, broken bones. Wow. Tongue twister. Um, he's gonna get scared. Uh, he had... He was sick. Not like COVID sick. I mean, we think he had, we think he had COVID back when it, before it was all COVID. Um, but he had got just the common cold. And I knew it was going to drain. But I didn't take those precautions because he was okay. He woke up in the middle of the night screaming in pain. Like screaming. Why me? Why me? What did I do to deserve this pain? And he just had buildup. It had drained in him one ear and built up and they had to flush it out. And it took the doctor the two to three minutes to get it in there and drain it. Is he didn't want anybody touching his ear. As y'all, I thought there was a stink bug in his ear. That's how big it was. And that's what it looked like. I was like, oh my god, I'm such a shitty mom. I let a stink bug crawl up in my son's ear. No. It was wax that had just drained. And it was that big. And as soon as the doctor got it out, he was fine. He was back to his self. And I was like, see, you just gotta let it, let doctors do what they gotta do. Splinters happen, you guys. Splinters. This kid gets a splinter. It's the end of the world. I say, do you trust me? I get a no. I, I, I get a no because I got tweezers in my hand. They're shiny. They're silver. Like, hello, you're going to dig that in my foot. Oh, did you hear the dog bark? I'm a dog mom too. Bill, it's okay if they tell you that you don't. They don't trust you because they're little. They're little people. They're li- they're they don't know. We're we're adults and we know that these shiny metal things are gonna get this pain out. Shit happens, you know. Um, have grace and have grace and patience during those moments. Um, that's the best thing you can do. Is grace and patience if that's anything you take away from my podcast today grace patience and shit happens I'm just kidding but grace and patience for sure um so these next two um were really important for me so it's staying busy while being a mom and going back to work when I went back to work um I worked by myself because I worked in a smoke shop and I was a manager then. I had just got... I had left and then came back. And when I came back, I came back as a manager of my store. My little store. And the whole time I'm stocking the shelves, I'm like, oh, this is so cute. Oh, this is... Oh, little baby. I was baby talking. I even talked baby talk to my customers. And they are like... I was like, Sorry, I'm a newborn mom. I got a newborn at home. Excuse me. I mean, it'll go away. I don't. I don't talk like that now. Um, I do when I'm trying to get him to do something like school or, you know, get dressed or take a shower, brush your teeth, um, or I'm just playing around. Uh, but like I said before, I did work. I was working on my master's with a newborn. Um, I did quit doing that because the field I was going into was criminal justice. I wanted to be on scene, you know, taking care of the dead bodies and just finding the killer. And when I had a child, I couldn't p- 
picture myself going to a crime scene where there was a child involved. Um, so I just stopped. I was like, ugh, I went to school so long. I mean, I have a bachelor's, you know, and I just had to just, I put it on hold and it's fine. Um, it wasn't for me. You know, I should have became a teacher. Um, but I still have my degree. I still have my bachelor's to fall back on and it's okay. Um, the company... I can take him to work with me. Um, I can take him to functions like cardio drumming. Um, it's it's great getting to spend that time with him. Um, when I do have team calls, he, he lets me have my team call. Um, sometimes he will try to come show me stuff, like I said, but it's fine. You know, you just, you, you make it work. Uh, we had a, a guest speaker and she makes it work. It's pretty neat. So from 8 a.m., well, the time she gets up till like noon, it's kid time. It's family time. It's, you know, her, her, her baby time. And that's cool. And then from 12 to like, she said like three is like their nap time or yeah, their nap time that they're, she's doing her work. She's following up. She's, um, knocking out fires that need to be knocked out. And then from like three to like seven, it's family time again. So it was pretty neat how she broke her time down. And, you know, when I get higher up in the business, you know, I'm going to set my time to how she does it or similar. I mean, because as soon as we get up, y'all, I know we're picking up our phones. You know, we're scrolling because that's what that's what the world we live in now. We scroll. Um, so it's okay to go back to work because when you go back to work, you're providing for your family. You know, you're you're bringing in money to keep them safe. You're putting a roof over their head. You're putting clothes on their back, food on their bellies, um, hot water to shower, you know. The necessities of being a great mom is those. Um, so know that they're always going to love you. Um, it's unconditional love. Today um, at work... Jason just walks up and just gives me some kisses on the cheek. And it's like, aww. But then I found out he wanted McDonald's. So, but it still counted. It was so love, you guys. I'm still taking it. Um, but just the little things. It's the little things that count. It's the little hugs. It's him coming in here saying, I love you, Mom. Or yelling from the living room, I love you, Mom. Or it's, it's, they're always going to love you. I mean, you could be, you could be the, dumbest person in the world I'm not saying any of my listeners are dumb but you may do something dumb um there my child has such a big heart um every time I'm in a situation where tears are crying like (laughs) he puts his hand on my my shoulder or he'll give me a hug but our first ice storm was like uh was it a couple weeks ago it was a few weeks ago and I wasn't prepared. Like, I'm driving regular speed, and I could just see the shine of ice under the snow that's packing down. And I go to turn on the street, and I'm not turning. I'm basically sliding almost into a ditch. And I freak out, and I just keep going straight. And he puts down his game, puts down his phone, and he's just like, pull into the gas station, Mom. And this kid's 11. And he's like, pull in the gas station, just sit here and calm down. 
and I'm just like, I want to go home. I want to go home. He's like, what do you always tell me? Positive. Kick the negativity out and just put the positive in, mom. You got this. You got this. And I'm like, this kid is my kid. Oh, my God. And it just, the fear washed away. And I said, all right, let's get home. So I waited till all the traffic was clear, just so I was the only one on the road. And we made it home. And as we're driving in the drive, he's like, see, mom, I knew you had this. You just knocked that negativity out. You put that positivity in there. And I was like, I'm just glad to be home. I'm glad this kid was with me. So that's from then on is when I started taking him with me. Um, I need him. I need him just like he needs me. I, you know, he needs me to, to have the necessities in life. And I need him for love and grace. You know, I need him. (laughs) Uh, so know you're doing, always know you're doing a good job. Um, it may be tough at times. You may think you're being the shittiest mom. You may forget something. Um, the reason I wanted to do this podcast was I had seen a few of my friends post. Um, one friend post she forgot something in the meal and they had to go out for fast food. Another friend had just put that she was just felt like she was a shitty mom. Um, never, ever, ever feel because you forgot something. Um your kids are gonna understand uh they're gonna understand just be real be real uh explain hey you know but don't make it a habit you know don't make it a habit of always forgetting because they are type priority uh, my kid comes first before anything um he comes first you know i mean not for everything but the majority of my life he's number one um I do tell him no a lot, but because I have a yes husband, um, they're buddies. Uh, he's a great dad, um, but I want to tell him no. I, I like being the no person because when he grows up and when I'm making a bazillion dollars <laughs> doing what I love, and he said, "Mom, I want to go buy a yacht," I'm be like, "Then go to work," you know, but. He's a good kid. Um, I do tell my kid he's lazy. And not for the reason you would think. Um, he he helps me out a lot. But when it comes to schoolwork, um, he half-asses it. And I tell him, and we'll go through it together. And when we're going through it together, he's giving me the answers. And I'm like, so you couldn't do this by yourself? You couldn't read through the chapter yourself? Like, the chapters are, like, one page, you guys. And he'll be like, well, I could have, but I like doing it with you. And I said, that's not an excuse. You know, you have to be able to be independent sometimes. And it's okay to tell your kid that because we're, we're, we're going to die, guys. We're not going to be here forever. I wish we could be, but we're not. So... Let's recap the love that you have for your kids is amazing because you're going to get it back and they're always going to love you no matter what you forget on their plate. What you, you know, um, if you forget, the only thing I, only thing I want to tell you, don't forget is to show up, always show up. Um, like if you do forget something on their plate, show up with something else. 
Um, if you have to go a different route with something, it's okay. Um, there are many times um, with my weight that we didn't do certain things, but I made up in other aspects. Um, like we used to play video games or uh, not video games, board games. We got a lot of board games, so if we couldn't go somewhere, like to the movies or something, we pull out a board game because that's what I was comfortable doing. Oh, sorry. Um, but just know you're doing a good job. You're gonna struggle. Things are gonna happen. Shit's gonna happen. Um, it happens to everyone. Like it happens to everyone. Um, one of my other. I think it was the same friend she had posted that they went on a trip and her kid was throwing a fit and I'm like kids do that you know mine likes to mouth off at me in the store and I'm just like are we seriously having this conversation right now it's fine kids are unpredictable I will give you that I will give you that kids are unpredictable um but just breathe all you can do is breathe and wait till you get to the car and just give them the evil eye. My mom had an evil eye. If you get that evil eye, you knew you were going to get a scolding in the car or at home. Um, I do not spank my kid. I do not smack my kid. I have slapped my kid on the hand and the arm because I will not be talked to a certain way. Um, we didn't talk to our parents that way growing up, so I don't expect him to do that. Um, so I will tap him on the arm. I will not spank my child. I told me and my husband had that agreement. Um, so there's other ways to discipline. Time out. I like, I like counting. Like if I get to five, I get to five, you're grounded from your game for an hour. Um, it's okay to cuss. Um. This is, um, (laughs) so I had let the F word slip because that's like my favorite word. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I don't know why. It just is. So the first time I said the F word around him, he started laughing and I'm like, why is this kid laughing? And he's like, why did you say it like that? That was so funny. Like, say it again. There's a street on the way home it's called pucker and i was like oh great well we made it to fucker street and he just starts cracking up so hard he starts crying and i'm like what the hell is this kid's problem but he just likes the way i say the f word it's like his cheer up word and sometimes he doesn't like me to cuss sometimes he's like mom let's just have a no cussing day and i can do that i i could do that i can do anything for that kid um you're going to learn from them. Give them guidance. Teach them. Um, it's okay to be busy and be a mom. It's okay to go back to work and be a mom. Um, you're providing for your kids. Those necessities, um, which are not materialistic. It's a roof over their head, clothes on their back, food in their belly, hot water to shower. Um, I don't think I'm missing anything because those are essential to being a good mom. Do not put your kids in cages. Do not tie your kids up do not belittle them do not make them feel less than because they're little humans um if you can put yourself in their shoes of when you were that age i do that a lot with jason um 
and when I put myself try to put myself back there it's like I knew nothing I knew nothing (laughs) um like I said I do say tell him he's lazy but for good reason um he's got to be independent because if he goes to college I'm not going to be there with him you know I'm not going to be in his dorm room or his classroom he's got to learn to do school on his own but I will be there to help and always know you're doing a great job um it's amazing me a mom I don't know what I would be like if I didn't have him I don't ever want to feel like that um if you are listening to this and you've lost a child and are a mom know you're always going to be a mom um so yeah that is my time I knew this one was going to be a lot longer because this is my specialty being a mom I'm not perfect I will never be a perfect mom because I'm always learning and he is my only child so I do worry about only uh only child syndrome so it's also why I tell him no and my husband says yes so it's kind of a balance I do tell him yes sometimes I do give him rewards for doing a good job in school because the world that these poor kids live in it's tough and he's got A's B's and C's and I'm so proud of him he's so smart when he does the work um I'm gonna come back with an episode on Monday because I'm working all day Tuesday um about being there uh Sorry guys, I'm exhausted. Ah, mom life, mom life. Um, just support, encouragement, a shoulder, just a simple message. Um, I wanted to touch on being there for someone because, um, with the passing of Bob Saget, it's sad because it's like, uh, that was like my TV dad, you know, like he's funny. And then I saw him like on another episode of Entourage and he was like the total opposite of Danny Tanner. And it was like, whoa, Bob Saget, you're a badass. But he was there for people. Like, um, he made sure people knew that, that he loved them. And I've been sending all my family members and friends this I love you messages because they got to know I love them. Um, and just like being a mom, let your kid know you love them. It's okay to give hugs and kisses and, you know, I love yous. Um, my parents showered us with that when we were growing up. And, um, yeah, pass it on. Pass it on. So, and then episode 10, which I'm kind of going to close out my season and start a new season for February. So every month is going to be a new season. Um, so that'll be season two for February. But the final um, episode for season one is suicide. I want to touch on that and know where you can get help. And um, two of my friends that took their lives that were really close to me. um, Some famous people that have taken their lives. Which is shocking. Because you think if you have fame and money, you have it all. But you don't. Um, You're so sad. So... Um, that's my time with you guys. I want to thank you guys for listening to my podcast because it's really great. There's my fur child. She's on the paper. She's trying to get to me. Um, because this is great, like, therapy for me. Like, I'm getting stuff out, um, to you. Um, if you're going through this, if you, like, need help, like, anything. I'm still trying to set up the email. Um, I'm probably going to do that this weekend 
so people can reach out if they have a topic they want to talk about or learn about. I need a nap, guys. That's part of being a mom. Take naps. It's okay to take a nap. Um, so it's it's really great, and I love having followers and people who listen and people who send me messages like, hey, great podcast today, or, you know, like, I'm not a doctor. I'll, I'll tell you that. I'm not a doctor. I'm human. Yeah, I struggle. I have my days. Um, like, I... I was in a really bad way um, from my last episode, my last podcast. But the next day, I tackled a few things and I got a few things out and got responses back. And that's the year I want to have. I don't want to keep holding on to things. I want to let them go so I'm not overthinking. Even being a mom, you can overthink things. Like when Jason fell up, rolled up the bed. Like I didn't leave him alone for the longest time. He was with me everywhere I went. And was it healthy? I don't know. He's my baby. I do what I want, you know. Um, he's got a roof over his head, food in his belly, you know, hot water, you know, clothes. Oh, he's growing out of his clothes like a weed, though. But um, don't overthink being a mom. Um, join a mommy group. Um, my friend has a mom group. Um, I just found out today, so it's pretty cool. Um, find support. We're going to talk about that on Monday. Finding support, where you can find support, how you can find support, um, even as a mom, even for homeschooling, even for anxiety, there, there's support for everything. So, I knew this episode was going to be long. I hope you make it to this point. Um, if you are a new mom and need resources, check out uh, Women, Infant, and Children. That is your WIC office to get you started. It helps you, I'm pretty sure, all the way till they're four or five um make sure you get all your information see your doctor take your uh, vitamins and i will talk to you guys on monday thanks for listening